You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. As always, giving you the information, tips, actionable advice, ideas, whatever you need to optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, and today, if you're a regular listener, and I guess you really should be, you would know that uh, we have some guests that come on quite often, and uh, one of them is back again. Uh, Paul Burney is back with us today, and he's been on the show many times before, as I said, because basically education is at the heart of what we try to do here at Mobile Presence and also what he does over at M. Cordis. Paul is the co-founder of M. Cordis, a company educating and advising brands and marketers about the how and why of putting mobile at the heart of marketing. Welcome to the show again, Paul. Hey, Peggy. How are you doing? It's great to have you back. I love to have you back because you always have some insights because you are out there. You know, you are in marketing. You have uh, 27 years experience, I read here, um, in sales, marketing, business development, etc. Also, uh, before at the Mobile Marketing Association in Europe. So, you know, you're connecting out there. You're hearing a lot, but you're also doing a lot within your own company. What, what's new over there at uh, MCORTIS these days? Well, Peggy, uh, we last year we developed um, a new approach to marketing, which we called the Connected Marketer. And really, it just started as a as a white paper that myself and my business partner Michael Becker wrote, based upon the experiences that we were having with clients over a number of years. 
And the response to that was, um, frankly, amazing. We just had a lot of clients and, and, and contact come back to us and say, we like the ideas, tell us more about it. And we had originally just, you know, as I said, we would originally thought of it as a, as a thought leadership piece. So uh, we started to develop the ideas further and, and, you know, through kind of pushing from clients in, in particular, uh, started to develop an approach that would help brands take on the idea of becoming um, connected marketers. And then within, I, I guess, within four to six weeks of, of, of launch, um, we got pushed by so many clients and prospective clients that we launched the Connected Marketer Institute and ended up getting 60-odd members within the first month that we were open, which pushed us to run an event, which we did in January in San Francisco, um, mm-hmm. uh, where we had planned to have maybe, I don't know, 100, 120 people would have been great to get in a room um, for a day. Uh, in the end, we had 200 people over 200, two and a half wow. days. So um, there's there's clearly a lot of interest from both brand marketers and marketing technology companies in how to bring those two sides of the of the new audience together. Because previously, I think those audiences, those two groups, have been separated by an agency audience in between, or an agency layer in between, I should say. Mm-hmm. And and in fact, increasingly. MarTech companies uh, are working direct with brands. Brands uh, are seeking them out as well. And they're, they're all looking for a framework and an approach, a, a way of understanding how to engage in the age of the connected individual, as we would put it. I mean, you have some, some great e-books. You know, now it's plural, you know, Paul. You've expanded. Um, explaining the Connected Marketer. So we're not even going to try and do it justice in the course of this show. But I think it's important just to sort of lay the foundation of, you know, what is the difference for somebody listening in between Connected Marketer and Marketer slash Mobile Marketer? Yeah, I, I think um, <clears throat> I can do that in a very simple way. And my argument mm-hmm. would be this. The more... Um, connected devices that we have in our lives, the more sensors, the more mobile phones, the more we uh, live in a state of connectedness, if you like. And and that state of connectedness is changing our behavior. And when you add together the means of connecting, the fact that, that you are living in a state of connectedness and that behavioral change that leads to what we call the, you know, the age of the connected individual. So, And we're very clear about saying it's a connected individual rather than a connected consumer or a connected shop or anything else like that. We have a digital self that sits alongside our physical self that is constantly being accessed. And we're aware that it's constantly there. And we have a means of, of connecting with our digital selves and our digital world. But we're not necessarily digital consumers all of the time. And if you like, there needs to be a um, an almost Newtonian reaction to that, an opposite and equal reaction. If there's going to be a world dominated by connected individuals, those connected individuals will demand that they engage with connected brands, which means you need to become a connected marketer. Um, we see the connected marketer as being the evolution of where mobile marketing is going. So you know that um, I mean, I've worked in mobile marketing for for you know al- almost as long as it's existed as a, as a as a separate discipline. You know, it's kind of thirteen, mm. fourteen years. Um, 
but but I you know and, and the earliest days of that were uh, you know spent evangelizing mobile and just trying to get people to consider it. Well, I think it's become a part of mainstream marketing now, and uh, it's now moving beyond just being an, a nice to have or an add on. It's becoming a standard part of everybody's marketing because they know that so much interaction between a brand and an individual now happens through the mobile channel. So where does mobile go next? Well, mobile is, if you like, a, a, an enabler and a catalyst of connected marketing. But that means that mobile now must play its part in all of the, all of the marketing channels together. Because a brand today is, is the physical brand or the, phys- the physical product or the, or the, or the, or the service but it's not just that on its own. It's everything that goes around it. It's the, it's the digital, it's the emotional, it's the sensorial experiences that all go together with that product that are all added together, create a brand. I mean, what I also like about where you're taking this is you're also talking about connected brand stories to match. So it's not just the MarTech, the ad tech, you know, the, the, the targeting, everything has to be sort of aligned and connected, but also the stories themselves. That's, that's maybe at least it sounds probably one of the hardest parts to get right. How, how does that work? How do you connect your story uh, once you've connected up the technologies? Well, great, great marketers are, are, are always great storytellers uh, and mm-hmm. marketers are always looking for ways to share their story with um, their target audience. Um, and of course, you know, in the, in the digital age, that, that has become more a two-way thing rather than just a one-way thing. It's not about the brand sharing its, its story in a broadcast manner. It's about the audience participating in that. And that's one of the key elements of what technology can do. Can, technology can allow the audience to participate in that, in that storytelling and that story building. But actually what we're looking to help brands do is to, instead of focus on how, what's our mobile marketing strategy or how do, we use, how do we use an app or what are we going to do with artificial intelligence, to refocus them on how are we building brand experience first and foremost? What are we using that brand experience to do? And then what are the technologies that would enable that to happen? And which technologies will enable us to connect all those different parts together? So that when you see a brand that does that very well, what you see is people focusing on the brand experience itself and not really thinking about all the tech that goes into it. So let me offer you an example of that. Um, And it's one that perhaps we've talked about before on your show. Starbucks has done a fantastic job of integrating um, mobile and, in fact, digital into their brand experience. So um, the thing that we're really impressed with in the last year or so has been the rise and the use of Starbucks pay and go option, which, as you know, allows you to order the coffee that you want using your mobile phone through the, through the Starbucks app while you're walking to the, to the store. And then you go into the store and they call out your name and you go straight to the end of the counter and, and pick up. And, um, you know, it, it shifts from being an app experience to being a physical experience to being a sensorial experience, of course, because you're um, drinking the coffee and smelling and tasting the coffee. 
but in fact, it's there to solve a customer problem. It's not there because they want to be clever with technology. It's there mm -hmm. because they want to alleviate queuing in their stores at the big, busiest times of the day. So that's really clever marketing. It's, it's blending together a digital and physical experience and solving a customer problem at the same time. I think that's really key there. It's it's the value proposition. It is solving the customer trying to amaze us or, or get awards. Uh, you know, it's about brands being helpful. I'm going to have to cut you off right there, Paul, because we do have to go to break. But when we do get back from break, we'll talk more about how brands are um, becoming connected and also how you can be a connected marketer. So stay right there. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E-Digital.com. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Check out some new favorite podcasts now at cranberry.fm. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove and our guest today, Paul Bernie, M. Cordis, also the Connected Marketer Institute. And Paul, right before the break, we were talking about companies that really get this, that understand what it's like to be connected, just not in the technology sense, but also in being useful. And Starbucks, always a great example. Give me perhaps one that maybe we've heard less about or maybe one you've discovered when you're working on well, about one that's that's actually been one that not only we've discovered uh, recently, but mm -hmm. more that we've we've really understood more about them recently. So, um, uh, and that brand is Sephora. Uh, okay. You probably know is is a is a makeup 
store, retail store, um, largely US-based, although it is based in, in the UK and, and other parts of the world. Um, and they do a tremendous job, I think, of blending technology into their physical stores, but also using that technology outside of the stores to reach their target audience. So what I like about what's a they understand who their target audience is very well. I mean, it's largely speaking, I believe, younger teenage girls into kind of mid-20s. So let's say 14 to kind of 28 years old. Mm-hmm. And at the start of that customer journey, the start of that experience, many younger women are unsure of, of what makeup is the right, right uh, makeup for them. They're not sure of how to mix different, uh, different um, products together. And uh, what Sephora noticed, of course, is that, is that young women are spending hundreds of hours watching um, makeup tips and tutorials on YouTube. And so there's a very clear uh, lesson to be learned from that, which is people are looking for education. They're looking for guidance. And so what Sephora have done that I like as well is, is add some technology into their stores so that you are able to get advice both from the, um, you know, the physical people in the store, the assistants, but also from technology and screens inside the store, which will ask you a series of questions to help you narrow down the products that you want. And indeed, they have things like um, uh, mirrors that will show you how particular makeup looks on your face without you applying it. Um, you know, so a key piece of advice that I would offer to marketers is to do exactly what Michael and I did, which is go and spend an hour in a Sephora store and try the technology, talk to the sales staff uh, and find out how how those brands are doing it. Because standing trying to learn everything from, you know, viewing online is not is not the best. You want to see how a brand bring physical and digital experiences together, then go and experience it. So that's, you know, I, I didn't want to necessarily get to advice here, but I mean, you do work with a lot of clients. Maybe you won't tell me, um, you know, what they're doing, but, you know, in the line of your advice that you give as, you know, as M. Cordis, having your courses, doing your consulting work, let's continue with that. Could you offer maybe a piece of advice that um, your amazed marketers seem to either neglect or ignore or just something a little off the, the beaten track away from the, you know, pay attention to your user and all the rest of it. We've heard that. G- give us something new, Paul. Um, well, well I, I think one of the things that always surprises me is the number of marketers that aren't actually using the tech themselves. I mean, uh-huh. you know, it, I'm surprised when I, when, I find, when I find out that marketers aren't going to a store, maybe, you know, going to Sephora store, I have to admit, was not the most comfortable thing in the first five minutes I was in, I was in the store. And I, Michael and I were the only men in, in the store, and we, and we kind of explained <laughs> to the staff, staff what we were doing there. But once you're over that initial thing, it was, it was fine. But I'm also amazed that you know, when we talk about the fact that individuals are becoming more connected because they've got a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, or they're wearing um, clothing that has sensors in it, or they've got Philips Hue lighting in their household, or et cetera, et cetera. I'm amazed at how many marketers aren't actually trying that for themselves. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you, ha- you are duty-bound to try all of the tech that is being used by your, potent- your target audience and find out how those things are working. You need to experience for yourself both the ups and downs of, of how this tech works. And one thing that, that, that I, I think is absolutely critical from, from all of this experience is 
understanding the process of how you add all the tech together because it's mm. not easy. If you like, we spend a lot of time talking about building our mar marketing technology stack. Well, the individual in their home is building their own individual marketing technology stack. They're, they're building you know, a, 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 a technology presence of their own that adds their smart TV to their laptop, to their tablet, to their phone, to their watch, to their lighting, to their Nest thermostat, et cetera, et cetera. They're going through that process themselves. And you need to understand the, the trials and tribulations of doing that before you jump straight into something like, hey, let's do augmented reality without thinking mm. about, well, where does that fit within the individual's technology stack? Or even if it fits with the audience. I mean, you, you raise an interesting point, Paul, that um, you know, we were talking about in the industry maybe a year ago, people were thinking like, uh-oh, there's going to be a problem. And now, when you talk about our stack, it looks like that problem has arrived. And that's about not just engaging me, but getting past all of my gatekeepers. So, you know, if I'm asking uh, Alexa or I'm asking Siri or I'm asking some sort of assistant to help me figure out the world and give me good suggestions, you sort of have to sell them first before you can get to me. It looks like we're about to enter and that, 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 that time and really grapple with this problem. What, what are your thoughts about that? And is there anything we have to be doing in order to, uh, you know, please the personal assistants? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting area that, that you know, the idea that more of us are adding in voice assistance in, into our life, you know, and the starting point of that, uh, um, you know, I think when people first get uh, uh, an Amazon Alexa into their home or an equivalent other thing, you know, what they start doing is ask, asking it questions before they start to use it to um, manage their lives. So I think people start with using it uh, as, a, as a replacement for Google search and then quickly move on to giving it instructions or, or making it a, a, a proper assistant and a companion in our lives. And so as marketers, we need to think of what is the role that we can play and be of service to our connected individual. And, and that for us is one of the key tasks of being a connected marketer is how do we you know, be, of, be of service to, to individuals? And indeed, how do we use the technology to reduce friction in the lives of our connected individuals and, and, our, and our target audience? And those are not simple questions to answer. Um, frequently, the answer to those lie in um, some serious work in uh, doing customer journey mapping and experiencing, experiencing uh, mapping. But um, uh, it's a crucial thing that, that marketers need to do because if you're going to um, have a presence, a digital presence in someone's lives, then you need to recognize as a marketer that the benchmark for how, you, how well you're expected to be, perform is not being set by you or your nearest competitor. It's being set by the best digital experiences that somebody has. So Generally speaking, that's you know what they call the GAFA companies: Google, Amazon, Facebook, uh, and Apple. But increasingly, it includes a Sephora or a, or a Starbucks within that. And so those companies set the bar very high about what a brand experience is and what a digital experience should be within that. And you've got to try and match it. And so, in order to do that, you have to really understand the role that technology plays within the total brand experience which I find, you know, is best worked out through journey mapping.
Well, you bring it up, Paul. I mean, I think we have to have you back to maybe give us a little bit of a crash course in uh, in journey mapping, if you're if you're open to that. Sure. It would be great to have you back. And in the meantime, we have to <laughs> wind this down. We run out of time, Paul. Time just flies with you. But in the meantime, how do people stay in touch with you? And more importantly, Paul, how do people get involved in the Connected Marketer Institute? So uh, they can go to uh, theconnectedmarketer.com. They will see that there are a number of ebooks they can download, which will help them understand the principles I've been talking about today. There's also um, uh, an ebook that will give them a set of highlights from the speakers that we had at our conference in um, January in, in San Francisco. We run mm-hmm. our next big summit in London in October, but between then and now, we have five regional, smaller community-based events uh, throughout the U.S., and the dates and locations of those will be going up. The next one will be on the personal information economy uh, in June in New York. But after that, we have events in San Diego and in, in Atlanta um, and in uh, other cities in the, in the U.S. And more than likely also in Istanbul and in Johannesburg within this year as well. Wow. That sounds really almost like the, the world tour for a, for a rock band. This is going to rock, Paul. <laughs> I'll look well, forward to that. I'll look there's a huge that. amount of interest in, in, in the connected marketer approach because it's one that I think is simple enough for marketers to understand and actually provides a framework for marketing technology companies to explain better where they fit. Excellent. Well, all the more reason to have you back. And in the meantime, you can get in touch with me, Peggy, at mobilegroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann, that's A-N-N-E. And of course, you can check out my columns, posts, and uh, insights elsewhere about mobile and the web. And also, perhaps, Paul, soon on The Connected Marketer as well. I hope so. Yeah, that would be great if you could join us. Absolutely. And uh, okay, guys, stay there. Don't move because next up is Shahab Sagari's special hotspot segment where he continues his look at influencer marketing. And this week we look at the importance of actionable goals and proving the ROI. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts, We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on Cranberry Radio.
mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, and here is Shahab Sagari with another hotspot telling you how you can measure the ROI on influencer marketing. Welcome to this episode of Hotspot. I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency, and this is the last in a series of Hotspot segments uh, looking at influencer marketing. So, you know, we talked about uh, how to find them, how much you should expect to pay, uh, you know, what kinds of uh, creative control you should be giving these influencers and things of that nature in past segments. Uh, in this segment, we want to start off with, you know, making sure that when you put together this campaign, that when you have, uh, you know, the influencer ready to go, that you create actionable goals. If you don't have those goals, you won't know if what you are putting together. Uh, is working, uh, you know, spreading the word about your product or, or brand or service. It's fantastic. And an influencer can definitely help you do that. Uh, but a smart campaign with an actionable goal will create more engagement, drum up more excitement. And, you know, whether it's to your board of directors or your boss or, you know, to managing partners will show that, bringing on this influencer was in fact a fantastic idea you know uh whether it's uh, you know getting user generated content as a contest uh, a sharing campaign uh you know making something to where you can actually track and you know look at numbers and say okay great so i had this many uh you know shares or we had this many entries into the contest or uh you know this many um purchases from this specific landing page that was linked on the youtube video um you know creating those actionable goals whatever they may be uh and that way you can track uh and prove the return on investment uh, the next uh, and final tip that I do want to give um, is, you know, remember that when you are talking to these uh, influencers, always, always negotiate prices. Again, it's got to be a win-win. Uh, you know, they've got to be getting what they want and you've got to be getting what you want or don't do it at all. Move on to the next influencer, move on to the next celebrity, you know, now going to that point, celebrities in the past for celebrity endorsements, they used to demand six figures. I mean, they used to demand uh, and probably still do if you wanted to get, let's say like a Robert De Niro or somebody, I mean, the, the costs are just so much. And, and for small to medium sized businesses for startups, I mean, that's just not plausible. Um, you know, so while influencers don't charge that much, again, you know, if someone's got a few million followers, they can demand five to ten thousand dollars per post. Um, and just because you feel like they're the right fit, just because you feel like, uh, you know, that's you know, this is the exact influencer that you need, don't always bite 
on that price. Um, most times there's room for negotiation, you know, especially if you're uh, planning on using, uh, you know, the content uh, on multiple posts. Um, you know, uh, it, it, let's say, for example, if you're promoting a product, chances are you're going to be sending it to the influencer so that they can, you know, look at it or create content utilizing uh, the product. So use the product as leverage through, uh, as leverage too. So, uh, you know, throw in some extra uh, product and drop your price. Just, hey, this, you know, as from, you know, research and development and, and you know, um, creating the product and the prototype and all of this stuff. Like I have hard costs and overhead uh, that are surrounded with this product and I'm giving you, you know, however many uh, for free as an endorsement, as a sponsor. In exchange, I want to bring the price down just a little bit. Uh, so again, uh, you know, uh, just to kind of recap – the you know entire four part segment you know make sure that these influencers are right fit uh, and don't base it on followers. Uh, give these influencers creative control. They became an influencer for a reason, and they know what their fans want. Um, you know, make sure that the agreement is mutually beneficial. Always, always negotiate the price. Um, make sure that the influencer loves what it is that you offer, what it is that you do so that their posts are genuine. Uh, make sure that you're looking at a dedicated audience and not necessarily just the audience size. Um, and, you know, utilize these influencers to run contests. That way uh, you can actually uh, track what's going on. You can get the data from these people who are interested in your product Um and then, you know, it, it would be an actionable goal uh, to where uh, you can track what it is that you're doing and how well it is you are doing. So uh, that's it for this segment. Thank you for listening to this four-part series. We'll be back next time with a new hot spot. And that is a wrap. So if you have a great story to share about what you have achieved in mobile marketing or apps or video, then just get in touch with me and I may ask you to join us as a guest on an upcoming show. Until next time, you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. A big thank you from all of us here to all of you there for listening in and keep those tweets and likes coming. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.